What is up, guys and girls? Welcome to the Let's Be Real podcast. This is your host, Naomi, and I'm here to cover all things health, fitness, lifestyle, and mindset. The aim of this podcast is to inspire you to become the best version of yourself. It is also a place where I talk openly about things that most people just don't want to discuss, like mental health and motivation, just to name a couple. Plus, I'll be here to give you some little tips and tricks on how you can become a more evolved you. So let's get started. What is up, guys, and welcome back to another episode. I am so excited to be here today and to chat to you. I feel like we haven't had a conversation one-on-one in so long. I have so many new people that have joined my little podcast family, and I'm so excited. All of your DMs mean the world to me, and your feedback is just so incredible. So I just wanted to start this episode on a super positive note and say thank you guys so much for all of your support and your reshares and just your DMs. You guys are seriously thebomb.com. Anyway, so today's episode is going to be all about finding the right coach for you. And I'm not talking about like how to find an online coach or a plug or whatever this is. It's all about educating you on what to look for, what to stay away for, and what you need as a person individually. So this is, I'm going to try and make this as individualized as possible, but sort of make it very and to fit everyone. And this is going to be based on gen pop coaching. So just the general population, not comp prep coaching at all, because that is a whole nother ball game. And I've done plenty of episodes on that one. So I'm excited for this one. I'm just going to go into a little bit on like what to look for, where I've gone wrong in the past um, and what I personally look for on a coach as I think there is so much that can go wrong and can't go wrong with the right coaching system. So without further ado, let's get straight into it. I'm going to give you my normal life update and the quote of the day. So with that, the quote of the day is the journey of a thousand miles begins with one step. I think this is perfect for today's episode purely because when you are taking that leap and trusting someone with your nutrition or your training with online coaching, it all honestly begins with just taking that step. And I put this on my story the other day is you're not going to achieve the results unless you just jump head first and give it 110%. So that is the quote of the day. The journey of a thousand miles begins with one step. Now my life update Goodness gracious me, we have had so many interviews. I think I've done like four interviews back to back, so I apologize if you've missed me. But basically, since then, what have I done? I launched my Evolved Belt, which is so exciting. Um, if you haven't seen that, head over to the gram. And I also have partnered with Anvil just to make customized belts. So you can just create your own belt and put whatever you like on it. Like literally, they've got like emojis or you can put whatever you like on it. So that's so cool. So discount code is Naomi10 for those that are interested. Otherwise, if you are an Evolve Squad member, you have a further discount as well, which you can hit me up with to get my Evolved belt. So I'm so excited. I put so much work into that. So that is really, really cool. A training belt, PS guys. Um, we had, oh, I went to the James Smith like um, chat night in Brisbane, which was really fun with my girlfriend, Amanda, who I've done a few podcasts with. I had a Valentine's Day podcast episode with Ben. That was awesome. I got so much positive feedback on that. It was really, really nice. So if you haven't listened to that one, go back and have a listen. That was the last episode. It was super cute. Um, I think a lot of people sort of saw a different side to me, which was really cool. But yeah, that one made me happy. And I also announced a spots opening for online coaching again, which is super exciting. 
I haven't really had them closed, but what I've done is move my days around. So I've reshuffled and now I have a full day to fit in some coaching spots. Now look, this was so overwhelming and the response I got from this, I literally sent one email and just screenshot the email and put it on my story. And within 15 minutes, I already sold or like two spots were already taken. And then the next morning, another two were gone. So there is only one spot left. And I just, I just can't, I can't thank you guys enough. It's seriously like the power of having an online presence, I think sort of hit me at that stage. And I was like, I can't, like, I just can't believe you guys. You are seriously something else. So anyway, I do have a spot, which is cool. Um, but then again, I'm not saying this is a plug because I don't really mind. Like I do this because I love it and I want clients that actually want to get the results and put the work in. So yeah, I think we should get started. So I'm keen. There's going to be a few topics and a few points where I'm going to go over everything. So just bear with me and I will cover everything, but I'm just going to put it into little categories. So the first one is what I think a good coach looks like. Now this varies from person to person and I cannot stress that enough that this is completely different and individualized. Um, and remember this podcast is going to be based on the general population, just everyday people wanting to live a healthy, balanced and fit lifestyle. So what I think a good coach looks like is attentive, responsive. They sort of fit in the same category, understanding and can provide results. Obviously education comes in there and like knowledge based behind that. Um, but yeah, I think that is really important. And what a good coach, like, like I said, sort of depends on what you are looking for, which I will go into in a momento, but yeah, just sort of making sure that someone is going to be responsive and attentive to you and your needs. And uh, I guess giving you 110% of their energy, <laughs> um, what to look for. <sighs> look, I'm going to throw this out there bright and early. Um, certification, 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 anyway, um, having your current and updated certificates. Now, this is super important and you guys are probably like, well, obviously, duh, but I know so many coaches that don't actually have the right certificates and education and knowledge, just general certs behind being a coach. And this waves so many red flags to me. And I think it is overlooked so much in the industry with now Instagram and all other social media platforms that are they actually qualified? Big red flag, putting that out there firstly, that is something to look for as well, making sure they are currently certified and have the right qualifications to be coaching you in their specific realm. Now, client results and or testimonials come next. So with this, obviously, some people don't have their testimonials on their websites or on their Instagram or whatever, but you can ask their clients how they find their coaching or what they think they like the most about their coaching or whatever. Like obviously most coaches will share reposts of their clients, right? So you can sort of just go onto their profile and be like, hi guys, like I heard Billy Bob Joe coaches you. How do you find them as a coach? If you can't find any testimonials, that is another way that you can sort of ask someone without asking the coach, obviously, because they're going to be very <laughs> straight-minded thinking they're the best. But I've had a few people ask me on my previous comp prep coaches what I thought on them and what I thought on their coaching methods. And the person's going to be pretty honest. Um, I'm a very honest person, but I also would never backstab anyone. So I think that 
depends on the person you ask. You may get a good or a bad response, but that is also awesome. Coming back to client results. Most coaches will have their transformations on their feed or on their website or on whatever sort of platform they use, um, making sure that you do have a look at client results. Now, it depends on what you're looking for, obviously, and what your goals are, but I just wanted to say something. I have seen, I did see something out there when someone was like looking at Instagram and if a coach doesn't have their client results or transformation photos on their feed, it means they're a shit coach. I am not a, I'm not a believer in that, right? So, okay, people use social media for different platforms. Now, me personally, my social media is a personal brand. That is my page. Yes, it is, it is my business page and it is where I get a lot of clients from, but it is my personal brand. That's why I don't put my transformation photos on my feed. I do have a separate business account, which is where I do put all of my results. So I think that I just wanted to sort of cover up that little blanket, put a blanket on that issue. Um, and just say that looking for client results is super important, but not putting someone in the no basket just because they don't have it on their feed. Does that sort of make sense? Anyway, I hope so. But yeah, looking through having a stalk, looking at all their transformation photos, looking at their strength results, looking at their clients' mindset improvements or whatever it is you look for, just sort of digging a little bit and doing a little bit of stalking. Um, the next point, evidence-based methods. Now, okay, some people don't feel comfortable talking about this. A lot of people don't feel comfortable like talking in front of a camera or writing blogs or filming vlogs or anything, but just making sure that you sort of read through their content and can have a look at the message they're putting out there. And I guess that they are doing things correctly and referring back to actual scientific based results. Now, I know some phenomenal coaches that are very shy on social media, but they are so goddamn smart that they are implementing evidence and scientific based results for their clients and using like scientific methods, but they just don't know how to communicate that. So just really digging deep into that, but making sure they are educated in what they are doing and what they are saying. The next one is not money hungry. Goodness me. <laughs> the world is so money hungry nowadays. And I think a lot of people in the world are just looking for that. And I think that comes back to Instagram as well with people having brands and having commission-based sales and looking for sponsorships. A lot of people are money hungry or like whether their bio is just full of like commission codes. Now, if you're an online coach or if you're a coach, sorry, in general or a PT or whatever it is, and you're not genuinely passionate about the industry, you will see that from a mile away. If someone is literally just looking to make a dollar, you're just a number on their books run, literally just run. Um, that comes sort of ties in with my next point is being an actual genuine and passionate person about their clients and about the results. So passion is huge. And I think that that is such a big thing to look for in a coach. They genuinely should be interested and want the best for you and for your results. And yeah, I think that one sort of sums itself up. And my last one on what to look for is experience within themselves. Now, they don't need to be the fittest or healthiest or strongest or sorry, they should be healthy, but they don't need to be the strongest or most shredded person to be a good coach. They just need to walk 
walk the walk, talk the talk, um, and make sure they are implementing that into their daily lifestyle or as much as they possibly can. Now, I also know some great coaches that don't look shredded 24-7 or aren't the biggest and most jacked humans in the world or have a slight dad gut, but they are so healthy and promote the most positive things. Now, this is something that I find, look, it's not up the hierarchy of this, but I do think it is important that they are putting these things into practice themselves and showing you that they can live the lifestyle that they are expecting you to live. Now, moving on, I wanted to talk about Instagram, for example, or the coaching world in general. So look, don't be fooled by Instagram followers or I don't know, I guess Facebook or like the blue ticks or whatever. A coach can have hundreds of thousands of followers and be an average coach. It's just mean they've done well in what they have done previously before they became a coach. I know people that have got less than a thousand followers, but are the smartest mother effers I know. <laughs> so yeah, just really like just remembering that Instagram isn't an Instagram is just a number. And just because someone is a well-established online coach, it doesn't mean that they know what they're doing or it doesn't mean that they are a good coach in particular. Now this sort of sparked the conversation because I had a girl that has come to me from a very successful, uh, I guess, online coach or someone that has had, that has hundreds of thousands of followers. She's been with that coach for a long time. She came to me, oh, not even two months ago now. And she sent me a response in her check-in on Friday and was like, I'm so excited for a new week. I actually love check-in days now. Who am I? Ha ha. I absolutely love your approach. You're kind, caring, and still tell me how it is and keep me in check. Signing up with you was probably the greatest investment into my health I have made to date. Now that just sort of shows that you don't need to have a million followers to be a good coach. And if you do have a million followers, it doesn't mean you're a good coach. It probably means you're less attentive to the person because you have people writing your meal plans. And for those that don't know that, there is a lot of people out there that pay people to write training programs and to write their clients results, sorry, write their clients meal plans and stuff. It's not coming from the actual person themselves. It's coming from a method they have implemented and then other certified trainers are doing the work under them. So I just wanted to keep that in mind and sort of throw that out there for the world because you guys know I am very raw and real and honest and I'll preach myself on that. But yeah, just something to look out for as well. Now, the next one. Where I have gone wrong in the past. Now I was, (laughs) I had a girlfriend message me actually, because I said I was doing this podcast episode and she's like, oh my God, I cannot wait for you to talk about this because you have had some, some, some interesting times. We'll say that much. I would never speak poorly about a person. And like a lot of people know that about me, but I have had some coaches that have used different methods and I think could be slightly over-exaggerated and unnecessary, but I just wanted to outline a couple things and sort of things to sort of stay away from when you are looking for someone or yeah, looking for a coach in particular. Now this comes down to any fad diets. That is a big no. If someone is promoting like you must do intermittent fasting or you must be on a ketogenic diet to get results or you must do like I'm not going to name drama 45, but you must do this to get certain results. That is not like it's no, it's not essential. You literally just need to be in a caloric deficit 
aka eating less food than what you burn in a day to lose weight or you need to be in a caloric surplus. Um, so energy in versus energy out and basically moving more. So keeping your knee up and keeping moving. They are basically the two things that will get you to where you need to be depending on whether your goal is fat loss or muscle gain or whatever it is. Now, I am going to tread lightly on this, but just making sure that the coach isn't putting people through stupid and unnecessary methods that don't need to be done. Like I just said, caloric deficit or surplus, calories in versus calories out, energy in versus energy out is the main things that you need to look out for. And yeah, just sort of staying away from fad diets or like things that you look at and you're like, ah, I don't know about that. That seems a bit weird. Um, I don't really want to say some of the like things that I have done during prep times, like prep is a whole nother ball game. And if you're a prep coach, there are so many ways to skin a cat, but my goodness me, um, yeah, just pretty much balance, balancing energy and making sure they sort of know what they're talking about. And, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Just sort of being careful, I guess, is what I'm trying to say and what you are looking for, um, based on previous experiences. Now, moving on from that one, what I think you should look for when looking for a coach or what would suit you in particular. Now, firstly, you need to establish whether you're looking for an online, an online coach or a face-to-face personal trainer. Are you someone that needs someone to keep you in check and to show up to the gym? If you're unable to get to a gym and you're like, okay, I need literally to see someone face-to-face once or twice a week, and that is awesome. Like that's you as a person. That's what you need to do. But if you still need those results, but don't really care about the face-to-face feature, I do love online coaching. Obviously I was a face-to-face and have moved to online purely because you can help more people. Um, you can still get those same, not face-to-face factor, but like you can still get the same accountability with an online coach because they are checking in on you daily or weekly or whatever their check-in protocol is. They're still keeping you accountable while they should be. Um, Cost is the next thing. So, okay, a coach is going to be expensive. It is an investment into your health. And if you're not willing to invest into your health, then suit yourself, but don't expect to get the results by paying for someone with a below average rate and expect to get results of someone that has done years of experience and study because they're not on par. Like, People will pay if they see value in something. Now, this also comes from a lot of coaches being scared and they will devalue themselves or put their rate down because they don't believe in themselves or they don't think that they could charge what someone else would. Now, everyone has a niche and I think that you sort of need to figure out what cost price range you are in. But most online coaches will be between 50 to 90, $100 a week. If you're looking for a gen pop, gen pop coach. Now I've got just for it as an, for, as an example, I have got numerous of pricing variations just so people can sort of, I guess, fit their budget into my coaching method. So like I start from like 49 and it ranges up to 79, just so people can, I guess, not be scared of that big hundred dollar value or if they're on a little bit of a budget, they can still afford to invest into their health without 
forking out millions of dollars a week. So anyway, that's sort of what I wanted you guys to know is just establish your cost price, but remembering it is an investment into your health, not a burden. Cool. Now, the style. Looking for, I guess, or in other words, the method of what the coach uses. Now, there are so many methods out there. Like I said, so many ways to skin a cat. But if you are looking for something in particular, I'm sort of going to break them down into like three categories or what I think the three categories are. And it is like training, mindset, and nutrition. Now, I guess sort of looking for what you want in particular, I do believe a good trainer should have all of those three things absolutely down and nailed to a T. But obviously someone is going to enjoy certain aspects of their coaching in particular. Now, me personally, I've always and been so passionate and been so in love with the whole mindset on coaching. Now, someone called me a mindset coach the other day rather than like an online coach. And I was like, okay, I like that, but I'm, I don't know. I was just a bit like stuck with how I felt about that. But to be honest, I actually think that's pretty cool. I used to specialize in um, mental health coaching and like suicide, depression, anxiety, eating disorders and rah, rah, rah. But I am very passionate about like mindset coaching. That does not mean that I am not super focused on nutrition. And that also doesn't mean that I don't take the training implements into place and focus on that just as much as the other three. But at the end of the day, a coach will sort of sit into their categories and sort of promote what they want you guys to see. So just looking for the style of coaching that you would like in particular, um, but making sure that they can give you those other aspects of well as well. Hopefully that made sense for you guys. Um, also just looking at the method methods that they use. Um, this comes down to like strength training or hit training or endurance or the methods. Do they believe in meal plans? Do they believe in, believe in flexible dieting? If you aren't sure on those two, I actually did a podcast on train with the girls radio two weeks ago, I think, which is on meal plans versus flexible dieting. I highly suggest you listen to that one. It's only just a quick one, but it is really, really cool. Cause we go into what, um, what would suit you best, I guess. So yeah, just sort of looking at the methods that the coach uses and seeing if that would align with what you could sort of fit into your lifestyle. Cause I think that's really important. If you're not going to follow the plan or you can't follow the plan, then you're not going to get the results. So yeah. Now to sort of wrap that up, I want to close with what would suit you. Now I do have a couple other things that I wanted to chat about at the end of this, but sort of giving you a couple things to sort of think about is what would suit you best for a coach. Now, Firstly, looking at the contact days that you have with that person a week and that be like check-in days or just days that you talk to them. Are they available 24-7? Are they available one day of the week? If you message them on a Monday, do they get back to you on the Monday or the Tuesday or do you wait till Friday when it's your check-in day and then they reply to you? So sort of looking at that and just thinking on what you need as a person. I know people that literally just want one email a week and then they go and do their own thing, which is cool. Like I have clients like that. I have clients that text me every single day, which is okay. Like it's also cool, but that's just the type of person that they are and that's the coach that they need. So just looking at that and establishing what you need as a person. I personally have two check-in days a week. So it just keeps people more accountable if they do fall off or if they need something, they can contact me on that other day besides their check-in form day. 
Going back to what I said before, are you looking for a more of like a mindset coach or are you looking for a nutritionist to really dig deep into like FODMAP diets or like gut health or all that stuff? Or are you looking for someone that is strictly going to be like a powerlifting coach or focus on your training performance? Now, I do think, like I said, every coach should be educated in all of these fields, but someone will sort of sit in their own little bubble and you just sort of need to figure out what you need as a person. And just keeping in mind that they should be able to cover all aspects. And the last one is, is, are they a gen pop or general population coach or a competition prep coach? This sort of just brings it back to advanced or basic coaching methods. Now, I think every prep coach can have gen pop clients, but they will focus more on their prep coach clients because they, one, they are paying more. Two, they are going to be very hard work and they're spending a lot of money on this person to and trust to get them on stage. Now, I think you should sort of sit in your own category. Uh, I know a lot of corporate coaches that should just be gen pop coaches because that's what they're passionate about. Um, There's nothing wrong with having both, but I think just sort of finding the coach that you want because that's how they're going to communicate with you. That's the level of like advanced versus basic methods they're going to use I don't know. I hope that sort of made sense for you guys. Um, I think just what I personally look for in a coach is just knowledge, experience, results, and a good balance of care factor versus a push. That's pretty much it. And I don't want to like overcomplicate this podcast or overcomplicate it for you, but there's just so much that is just wrong in the industry. And I have seen some so much fucked up shit that people do or that coaches implement. And I'm just like, what are you doing? Like, how, what, why, like just find something that will work for you. Find something that you can stick to and find a person that you can relate to on a personable level or someone you can feel open to talk about. I didn't even touch on the male versus female coach, but like, that's pretty self-explanatory. If you are a female that wants a female coach, find a female coach. If you don't care the gender, find someone who you can open up to. Um, but yeah, anyway, that's sort of a closure on all of that. I did, however, two more things. I did have a Q&A box on my podcast Instagram the other day on if anyone had any questions based on how to find the right coach or topics I should talk about. And one of my beautiful clients actually popped this in there and she said, have you ever let a client go because you have felt you weren't the right coach for that person? Now, this is a touchy subject and I think a lot of people are scared to talk about this topic. But in all honesty, I actually have and it's only ever happened once and I think that this sort of shows someone that is actually truly genuine and passionate about their client's results. Look, I don't know. I'm sure you guys follow me on the gram. And if you can't say that I genuinely care, then I don't know what you're doing. Get off my feed. (laughs) I'm kidding. But letting a client go because you feel that you can't help them achieve their results is not a bad thing. And if someone has let you go in the past, please don't take it personally. Like it just means that you're not fit for each other or you can't work together or you're not very good at communicating with that person or they are looking for a different type of result or they don't like your training methods. There is so much that comes into play with this. And I think that if someone has let the person go, it shouldn't be taken personally, but it should be a compliment because they genuinely care about you as a person and your money. Now, I am not money hungry and I can't preach that enough that if I let go of of a client, 
I'm literally taking away from money and food on my plate at the end of the day. And for someone to do that says a lot about a person. And I think that shows that they really do care about the person's results. And I don't think it's a bad thing. So I hope that sort of answered the question, a little bit of a random one. But the last, last thing I wanted to close with is that every coach should have a coach. Now I myself have always had a coach of some form purely because I think it is so important for us to one, keep accountable to someone. Like I take on so many other people's dramas during the week and I actually don't invest time into myself. And I'm like, I'm a normal person as well. I love investing time into me and myself and having that one hour a week with a trainer and just going over different things. I see it more as like a mentor and constantly learning and educating. Now, I'm not saying that my coach would be better than me. They are just different. I always look for someone that is different or specializes in different things because I like to learn. I also coach, I think I've got four or five clients right now that are personal trainers under me, which I think is really cool. Like that is a huge compliment that an educated personal trainer wants to come to me for their training and nutrition. That is, that is freaking awesome. Like I think that there's a stigma around like, Oh my God, she's got a coach. She must be a shit coach. I'll just go to her coach. Cause I like her body and her coach is the one that's in, like implementing it. But like, obviously at the end of the day, we're going to look for someone that we believe in their methods And we just need someone to be like, here you go. You sort it out because I'm too busy to sort out my life. Like I don't have time to write my own training program. I'm sorry, but I don't like, I'd rather invest into you guys and then pay someone to invest into me and get me the results because I don't know, like it's just a way to level up and it's about learning new styles of coaching and handballing the workout and having mentors. I don't know. I think it's cool. And I just wanted to pop that in there because I saw a post on the gram the other day about someone having a prep coach and they were getting hate for it. So yeah, I don't know. I hope you guys liked this episode. It was a little bit different. I did touch on online coaching with a interview that I had with Sammy a few episodes back. So Sammy Rose. So go have a listen to that if you are wanting to learn how to be a good online coach or personal branding or marketing, all of that sort of stuff. But if you do have any questions, please feel free to hit me up. As always, this is not a plug, but if you do want to know anything about my coaching, you are welcome to pop onto my website, evolvedhealthandfitness.com.au and I have all my information on there as well. But yeah, if you have any suggestions for future podcasts, please slide into my DMs or email me on naomi.letsbereal.podcast at gmail.com. And that is about it, guys. I hope you have a fantastic week and I cannot wait for next week's episode I am going to get back into some nutrition and training info, but that is all for me. I love you lots, guys. And just remember, coaching is an investment into your health. And quote of the day, the journey of a thousand miles begins with one step. Thank you all so much for listening to my podcast. I am truly grateful for each and every one of you. If you liked today's episode, please share it on your story and leave a five-star review on the Let's Be Real podcast. Oh, and don't forget to subscribe. If you have any questions for me, topics you'd like to be covered or anything at all, please do not hesitate to contact me on Insta or email. Also, if you want to get to know me a little bit more, see the show notes below for my info. Otherwise, find me on the gram at Naomi underscore Z McKillop or at letsbereal.podcast. That is all for today, fam. Have a fantastic day wherever you are in the world. And remember, become a more evolved you.